Welcome to the Abbot Loop Community Church Podcast. Enjoy this message from Josh Tanner. You guys ready? Ready to move forward today? This is not going to be a regular church service, not just a normal message. I want to know if you're ready to move forward. Okay, you're ready to move forward. I don't like to be in the same spot in my life. Uh, when I come back to doing something, I want to make sure that I get better at it the next time. I'm kind of compulsive. It's a little bit annoying to even my children. Like when I play sports or, or like we go like we're going to go shoot hoops for fun. That fun to me is how do I get better? So my kids like go, oh, dad, I don't want to go shoot hoops with you. Because I'm like, get the elbow in, work on this, work on that. (laughs) Nobody else is like this. Some people just go like shoot and like throwing things around is fun to them. That's not fun to me. Fun to me is getting better at something all the time. And so that's like the way I'm broken. I'm actually broken this way. But this is also a really important principle that we're going to talk about. And so we, we were laying the foundation last week talking about wisdom, all right? We want to understand just the basic truth and understanding about wisdom. Wisdom is not what you have between your ears. Wisdom is not, that's understanding. That is knowledge. That's what you have retained and what you, you actually understand. That is, a, that is a tool to work with. When you apply that, when you apply understanding, truth, rightly to your life, you become wise. So if you apply truth, the right understanding, and you apply it rightly to your life over a long period of time, people say, you're wise. But it's a fruit of your life. Wisdom is a fruit of your life. It's actually what comes out of you. It's not what's inside you. Because the fool and the wise have the same thing in common. They both know the truth. So you can choose a foolish path or a wise path. It's really up to you. But if you do not understand uh, uh, some deeper things and inner workings uh, uh, of wisdom, you are not going to get the whole picture. And so here's the thing. I want you to get and harness the power of time today. So the more you begin to understand of what time is and how it is working, you're going to start to win. Anybody want to win? Okay, if you want to win, the only way you're going to win is if you move forward. You can't be in the same place tomorrow that you are today. Time waits for no man or woman. <laughs> Ladies, you thought you were getting out of that for a second? Not happening. Time waits for nobody. Just keeps moving. It's like a river. It just flows. Think about the water molecule that passes you by when you're standing at a river. If you're standing still, it's gone. You you can't even see it anymore. It's just, boom, gone. Anybody ever fall into a river? I've fallen into more than one river. I was rafting just a few weeks ago, a month ago or whatever, and I fell into a river. It didn't take very long, and I was a long ways down. It's just like that. Time is moving and moving on. There are laws about time. See, God created time. In Genesis 1.1, he says, I created everything. And in verse 14, it talks about how he created the stars and the sky and everything all around, okay? He is the creator of time, so he has established its laws and the principles that govern those laws. Don't you think it might be good for you and I to understand them? If you want to be wise, you need to. Ephesians 5. Let's look at Ephesians 5 
verse 15. If you don't understand the power of time, you are in trouble. You're gonna be frustrated, discouraged, and ultimately you're gonna miss out on the best things that God has for your life. Verse 15, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. And this is the new living. It says, be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, like those who are wise, right? Rather like those who are wise. Verse 16, making the most of every opportunity. So don't be unwise and allow time to wreck your life, but be wise and make the most of every opportunity. See, time is not really about the collective sense, it's about the moment. If you think about time as in the entirety of all of it, you're, you're gonna get messed up. See, God created time and he compressed it. He actually created it and made it have a beginning and end. Time is very interesting. It waits for no one. It's always moving, right? It exists. You can't take it away. You can't change it. You can't actually influence time. Did you know that? And think about this. Time is not an eternity. So it's not eternal, it's temporal. So here's what you, what if you can't influence time, what can you influence? You, <laughs> you in time. Come on. Okay, you get the power. God gave you a power. I got the power. <laughs> you got a power. But the power you have isn't to change time, create it or make it or move it or manipulate it. Did you know you can't go back in time? I w How many movies are about this? Because we all wish we could go back in time. I mean, I want to go back in time and change a lot of things. It'd be sweet. How about you? You don't have that power. Time has moved on. It's moved past. Where, where are you stuck? Where is your mind today? It, it, wherever your mind is, that is where you're gonna get the reward. Whatever your mind is in, what you're sowing your mind into, is where you're gonna reap a reward. If you're sowing into the past, the wish I would is, oh, if I only did is, did it is. Look it up. It's in there. <laughs> if you're looking back at those, man, I tell you what, you're missing time. You got no influence there. You have no power there. If you're toxic shaming, whipping yourself, oh, I'm so bad because I, way back there, it's time to move on. What are you going to do with time now? See, the Bible teaches us some things about time. One, God created it. Two, Proverbs says it's short. It's but a vapor. So we know that it's limited. It's compressed. And here's the other thing about it is you don't even know how much time you got. So time applies pressure. It applies pressure. And guess who, who, guess who created it? God created the pressure for you. He wants you to perform when you have, for, in the right ways, okay? Not negative performance to be accepted. He wants you to win. Time is not eternal. Time waits for nobody. Ephesians says we need to make the most of time. 
and then the Bible says over and over again that we need to, that God works in his own time. So here's some key things. You gotta keep perspective. Time's not eternal, so you need to understand it. You need to make the most of time, make the most out of your time, so you, you need to live like it. Here's the last one here. God's at work in his time, so stay humble and submitted to him. Because he's above time, and he's influencing it. Okay, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to start thinking about what are you going to do with your time, and when are you going to do it? Decisions, 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 church. See, I, I think a lot back on my football career, which was brief. But somehow, this magical high school moment in my life, season of my life, it, it, it just comes back all the time. And there's all kinds of moments, if you ever played any kind of sports, that you think about and you want to go back to influence, and you can't. And here's one of the reasons why. is because in American sports, we're obsessed with the sum game. We want to keep score. We love to keep score. We love to keep track of who's winning and who's losing, don't we? If you don't know who's winning and losing in a game, is it fun to watch? No. I, I, I watch Pop Warner. My kids play Pop Warner football, and they don't keep score. <laughs> I like send my kid out there. I'm going, why are we doing this? We're not going to keep score. This doesn't make sense to me. Now, somebody's keeping score somewhere, but you don't know what it is, and you watch all the fans, you know what all the parents are doing. Oh, blah, 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 talk, talk. You go to a high school football game, scoreboard. Influencing the whole crowd. We all know when we're winning and losing when there's a scoreboard. I, I was playing in this game. It was against Kenai. It was my senior year, and I break through the line, and it was a tight game. And this one play, if, oh, if I would have just tackled the guy, I had the quarterback pin 20 yards deep, I was going to sack him. It's going to be so awesome. My whole team is right here. I'm on the sidelines. My whole team's like going nuts. I'm running the guy down. The crowd's all right there. I mean, I like tackling the guy on the right side of the field, right next to the crowd, 20 yards back. This could have flipped the game, and we would end up winning this game, and then we would have been able to go to playoffs. Instead, <laughs> instead, I got the guy 20 yards back, and I always wanted to go for the big hit, and so I go for the big hit on this guy, and he gives me one of these. I don't even know what happened, but I remember he went like this. And I was like, and I missed him. I remember my hands, I can see it in slow motion, slipping off his hips. No, and he runs for first down. And they, it, I'm pretty sure it was third down the way I remember it, and he was third down, would have been 20 yard loss, they would have to punt the ball from there, would have been ours, we'd have a chance, okay? Doesn't mean we would have won, but saying we had a chance. I mean, I can't go back and move that space anymore. It's done, it's passed by. What can I change now? See, but, but, but we were keeping track of the score. I was knowing if we're winning or losing, and that's why it mattered. See, if that would have just been a pickup game, somewhere along the way, we weren't keeping score, doesn't really matter. I don't actually remember all those mistakes. But guess who's keeping score right now? And I want you to frame this in the right way. Is God is keeping score. 
He is. He gave you a reward system. And it's not so you measure up and you get into heaven. You get saved. Big winner. You just won. You make one choice, you win. You don't have to make a thousand more choices to get to heaven. That's awesome. But he says, listen, if you live rightly and you obey and you walk in the fullness of what I've made you for and you live in wisdom, and, and you're going to win in eternity, even bigger. You're like, I get to win even bigger than being in the presence of God and having it all? Yes, there's more. What is it going to be? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But if God says it's good, I want to find out. I am playing to win. If you want to understand how to win, how to walk in wisdom in your life in Christ, you have to understand there is time. It is compressed, it is short, and someone's keeping score. And you need to understand if what you're doing in the moment today is influencing eternity that's outside of time. Are you winning today? How do you know? How do you know if you're winning today? Score, score, that's right. So here's some things, here's some myths and some mistakes that we make when we don't understand the principle of time and we don't respect it. We don't apply the truth rightly to our life. We don't become wise, we actually walk in foolishness. One of the things we do is we never start. We don't start. Oh, tomorrow I'll get started doing that. Tomorrow, oh, I'm going to the gym tomorrow. Oh, I'll choose a salad tomorrow. Oh, I'll pray tomorrow. Oh, I'll go sign up to work in the kids' ministry tomorrow. Oh, I'll start giving tomorrow. I'll go to church tomorrow. Whatever it is, fill in the blank. I'll go to work <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. Let's look what Nike says about tomorrow. Yesterday you said tomorrow. Just do it. If you respect time... You understand tomorrow is always going to be tomorrow. You said that yesterday. How many things have you said that about in your life and you still haven't started it? D don't raise your hand. Don't tell me. Keep it to yourself. Private moment. Private moment of challenge, folks. But yesterday you said you were going to start that time at the gym. Yesterday you said you were going to... Do, do some more time in prayer. Here's the key. You gotta start now, not tomorrow. Now is the key. Today, right now. Whatever it is you want in your life, don't start tomorrow. Tomorrow never comes. Don't make excuses. Some people make excuses for their time. I was too busy, I didn't have enough time, or I, you know, ran out of time. This is actually not the truth. Everyone has the same amount of time. How come some people win and others don't? Because they know how to make the most of their time. They know how to do the most important things and they don't miss them and they keep doing them. They start and people that really lead well and that succeed in life, do you know one of the things they all have in common is they don't make excuses. They just don't. They don't make excuses for anything actually. Great leaders take responsibility. It's just the truth. And so if you want to be a great leader in your space, whatever your space is, your workspace, you're a teacher, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're a, you know, you're a human. I think of anything else. 
you're in construction, whatever you do, you're in finance, you're a minister, you wanna, you, you are, you're a, a fa father, a mother. How do you get better every single day? Well, you don't get better by making excuses. An excuse is allowing time to pass by without influencing it, without influencing yourself in its moment. An excuse is allowing time to just pass by without influencing yourself, your choice in that moment. Wow. You get to choose. God gave you the power. Make the most. This is what Ephesians said. Make the most of every opportunity. So make the most of every moment in time. Is it moving you toward success or away? So here's one of the things, and this is a great book I encourage all of you to read by Jeff Olson, and most of the principles I'm teaching you today come from his teaching. It's called The Slide Edge. So you can hit that slide, The Slide Edge. Simple disciplines repeated over time will create success. Simple disciplines over time will create success, while simple mistakes repeated over time will create failure. Every decision counts. It's positive or negative. This is a very simplistic way to live your life, but if this is the truth, all right? When you understand the truth and you rightly apply it, you start to win. And when you compound that over time, you operate in success. It creates momentum. We're gonna talk about momentum in a couple weeks. But simple disciplines repeated over time, this is the secret to the sauce, folks. This is what separates you, okay, from fa failure and success. But it doesn't happen instantly. It's always over time that you become a failure, and it's always over time that you become a success. It's always over time that you win, and it's always over time that you lose. There is no big break. It's not coming. There's no lottery ticket to success. It doesn't exist. It's one micro decision after another that's gonna either push you towards it or move you away. You, you can see right now, if you don't know who you wanna be and what you want in life, you're gonna be really confused. But you can at least reduce it to this. Do I want to be positive or negative? Do I want to win or lose? Positive, win. Negative, lose. Just get your life into that space and then find Jesus and then he'll help you get some vision for your life. What do you believe about the small things? This is what we want to look at. What do you believe about the 1%? See, it's not the big percentages, the big huge pushes in life that get you over the edge. It's the small ones. Watch what 1% difference, what difference it makes. Look at this diagram. The 1% difference in athletics, the men's 100-meter race from fourth place to second place, silver, is 1% difference. 9.93 seconds to 9.83 seconds. It's a 1% difference between you coming fourth or second. The marathon, 1% difference between fourth and second. That's just two minutes. I'm not ever running that long, just so you know. I'm never finding out where I fit in the two-hour super run. Athletics, women's 400. Look at this one. This one cracks. This is crazy. 
50 seconds, I can't believe any human can run 400 meters in 50 seconds. The difference between fourth place and first place is 1%. Just 1%. Look at all the other ones. The difference between you're in fourth place or you're the, you're the gold medalist. You're standing in front of the world. You're the best in the world. The difference is 1% between everybody who's average and you never remember their name and the guy that gets to be on the Wheaties box. One stinking percent. Oh, but what if you understood the power of time and you applied that 1% every single day over your entire life? Now where would you be? See, this is what the people at the top know that the people at the bottom don't. Is we all have the same goods to work with. We really do. We have time and we have choice and that's all you need. If you want to win, it's all you actually need. Are you willing to choose? But are you willing to make the most of every time? See, it's the one micro decision after another, not the big push, not the lucky break, not being at the right place at the right time. Those philosophies and beliefs will keep you from doing the thing in the moment. And that robs you of your ultimate success. Because you don't do the things you need to do now, so you don't actually move forward. It's progress, not perfection. So many times we want to be perfect and want to be the best at it, so we don't even want to take a shot. Just take a shot. Get better, learn. Make progress. Take one baby step. Do one every day. If you do one every day, that's over 360 in a year if you miss a couple days. 360 in a year times 10 years, that's a lot of opportunities to get better at one thing. This is how people become great, guys. What if we applied this into our church life? What if we applied this to our spiritual life? What if we applied this to our family life, into our health into our finances. Imagine how powerful the church would be if we harnessed the power of time. We made the most of every opportunity. We made the most out of time. So let's think about this. Hit this slide. If you cannot do great things, do small things great. If you cannot do great things, just do small stuff. Great. Actually, this is what successful people understand. Just keep doing small stuff. Great. So the, here's some keys. And I pulled this slide deck from a um, presentation from Jeff Olson himself. So uh, I, I just wanted to get, like, this is the way he trains people. I've listened to this uh, and read this book more times than I can count. Um, one of the things I've been doing my whole life since I was about 17, 16, 17 years old, my father-in-law actually got me onto this uh, kind of a self-motivation, self-help kind of like track. And he's like, uh, I just started to get addicted to it. And I learned this principle about adding value all the time. And there's this guy, he taught this message called, all you can do is all you can do, but all you can do is enough. And I remember it. This is like, I mean, it's got stuck. And he's like, just keep just keep making the most of the small opportunities. And so every stinking day of my life almost, 
from that day to this day, I've read a book, I've learned something that had to do with making me move forward, I've listened to an audio tape or a message or something from somebody or I take somebody aside and I ask them a question so I can keep learning and moving forward. Making the most of every human being that you get in opportunity, of every human being you get in front of. I've been doing this my, almost my entire, well, no, my entire adult life. I'm pretty sure I was not an adult at 16. Okay. So here's the key, the slight edges. It's not the big break. It's the small investment. Simple, small actions repeated consistently over time. Change doesn't happen quickly. Form habits that feed success rather than failure. Think about this, the positive versus the negative. Is it feeding your habits? You're doing them all the time. Are they feeding success? Where we are right now is the sum of our choices up to now. You are you because you chose to be you. You're where you're at in your finances because you chose to be you. You're where you're at in your spiritual life because you chose to be you. You're at, you're at in your physical health life because you chose to be you. So am I. Suck it up. Draw a new circle in your life right around you. It's time to choose now. Who do you want to be? Where you're at is an opportunity because you still have time. Right? How much more? I do not know. All about living in the moment. It's all about living in the moment. If you want to take advantage of the slight edge, what can you choose to do right now that will move you forward? Move out of shame, folks. Move out of the past. If you look in the past, you'll always be stuck in the past. If you look to the future, you'll have an opportunity to move into the destiny that God shaped you for, but you've got to make a micro choice right now to move forward, to be that person. What's one thing you can do right now? Life is not a lottery. Success is not a random accident. It is a choice. It's a choice, folks. So let's look at this success and failure diagram. 5% of people actually win. Did you know that? That's kind of sad. Only 5%, only 5% actually get what they want out of life. 95% are on the failure curve. They do what's comfortable early and it becomes uncomfortable later. What's uncomfortable early becomes comfortable later. Ooh, that sounds like this really interesting word I heard. It's called discipline. No one lacks discipline at the moment, but over time, you fall in love with correction. But it's what you believe. See in this centerpiece? It's what you believe. It's your philosophy. What you believe about it affects your attitude, how you take yourself into every space and every moment, right? And then from your attitude, it affects your actions. They're either positive or negative. And then you get results, and that influences every form and every sphere of your lifestyle. It's a powerful tool. But are you going to apply it? The wise in the room will apply it to their life. And then others that want to walk in foolishness, we will just take the step to be average like everybody else. What if, what if the church decided not to be average? What if this church decided today, right now, in just one decision, I'm going to move forward to not be average. I'm going to do a disciplined, hard thing that moves me towards success. What's that going to be? Boy, if you choose that, if we all choose that, think about not only the power of your individual choice, but the power of all of our choices moving together towards greatness, towards what we really want is to influence eternity. 
But discipline, responsibility, value-driven lifestyles, those are the things that move you towards success. What if we change that percentage? What if in the church it was like 95% of everybody in the church was succeeding? Everybody's like, maybe I should go to church. <laughs> maybe the church has power. Well, we can live that way if we choose. But if we don't understand time, we will not harness it. And you have to understand the power of your positive attitude, your belief system in Christ, Christ in every moment. And it matters. Every decision matters. God, help me to make a positive decision in every single decision, every single moment. The simple, small actions, folks. So how do I start? <clears throat> Set goals. Commit to the slight edge, the 1% of positive actions. Write them down. Write them down. Write them down. Write them down. If your goals are not written down, they are not a reality. The percentage of people that accomplish goals without writing them down is basically zero. Did you know that? This is a fact. Write it down. And you got to tell somebody about it. That's part of the power of writing it down. And I'm encouraging you, and this is out of his slide deck, so it says do it right now. <laughs> right? We're going to do that right now in this workshop. Maybe you could take church like a workshop. Take a few minutes after church. Write down what you want. Just anything. You don't have to have some stinking, humongous plan for your life. Just make a decision. Make a plan for where to start. No need for this giant, detailed, strategic plan. Just decide something that you really want and just start doing it. Find mentors and surround yourself with positive people who have similar goals. Look around the room. There's people in this church that have positive goals, right? They have positive people that can help you move forward. Make a decision to build a relationship with somebody so that you can start to win. Amen? Sometimes you need to slow down to go fast. Sometimes you need to slow down to go fast. Sometimes we're going so fast we miss the small things. And in America, we like to go fast, don't we? And that's pretty much why we run ourselves in the ground all the time. And we don't get what we really, really want. Choose an area in your life, health. Happiness, relationships, personal development, career, positive impact on the world. Choose one of these areas in your life and influence it. Make a decision. 15 minutes a day, start to exercise. Write some stuff down that you're grateful every day. Carve out some time to designate an activity to spend time with somebody you care about. Read 10 pages of a useful book. Read the Bible. And a useful book. Spend 15 minutes a day reading something related to your work. Learning how to get better at what you do. Just say something nice to somebody every day. What if a Christian just did that? Every day we said something nice to somebody? Man. Ephesians 5, 15. We're going to close with this. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, let no foolish, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God for the Father, for everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is talking about those micro-decisions. Invest in what moves you forward, not what moves you backwards. Invest in the positive, not the negative. 
dream big, go slow. Do small things. Do important things. Do them well. Don't stop. Dream big. Go slow. Do small things. Do important things. Do them well. And don't stop. You do that over a long period of time, you're going to be the most successful person you know. You'll be in the 5%. Amen? Amen? I'm going to pray a blessing over you today. Man, you want a breakthrough? Anybody need a breakthrough today? Come on, you want to move forward today? You want to take the advantage of time today? You want to move forward in wisdom? Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we don't want to be stuck where we are. We showed up to church today to change, to be different, to be new. And so, God, I'm just praying breakthrough over this church. Breakthrough over negative mindsets in Jesus' name. Critical spirit is broken in Jesus' name. And God, I'm believing right now that you're going to help us harness the power of time. We're going to be the wisest stinking church on the planet by your spirit in Jesus' name. And you're going to cause every person in this space to not be in the five, uh, the 95%. God, we're going to change that. We're going to move to the success curve in life. And it's going to be for you. And we're going to impact eternity. And we're going to change the world. We're going to change the city because of the decisions we're making now and today. And everything moving forward, God, we're going to harness that power of time that you entrusted to us. And so, Lord, I'm praying for wisdom to pour out on this church in great measure. Tremendous empowerment of wisdom, Lord. Let it just rain. Let it just, let it just rise up. God, let your, your spirit just break through in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless your church. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this message, please connect with us at abbottloop.org and like us on Facebook. Services in Anchorage, Alaska are at 9 and 11 a.m. We hope to see you soon.